0: Well hello everyone, welcome to episode 164 now, and of course episode 2 of uh, Unfiltered Week, that's right. I don't ever include the actual, or I guess unless you watched on YouTube you would know what episode we're on in terms of newer miracle order, or I guess if you actually pay attention to that on certain podcast platforms or whatever. But yes, that is uh, right, there's been 164 episodes of this show now. And, uh, welcome to the first week that, uh, we are banned on YouTube. If you didn't catch, uh, yesterday's episode of the program, I explained all of it, it's like 16 plus minutes, but it's good to fully understand everything that happened, or you can just skip it because it's, well, you know, not that important. But of course, if you're new here and you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, or wherever you are listening, our follow button, as well as follow over on Twitter and Truth Social, and check out the Substack, the Political Panda Play pa- Papers Papers. Jesus Christ, man, I'm already already failing at a at speaking words, and we're only a minute and 18 seconds in. Whew. So it's a new day, and. With it being a new day, um, well, it, it comes with, I guess, some interesting news to say the least. Uh, if, so, let's let's just jump right in with the opening clip for the day. I'm not even going to give you context. Here is uh, Governor Kevin, uh, Gavin Newsom, a.k.a. Governor Kendall, uh, surrounded by armed security, where he uh, says this.
1: I mean that the Second Amendment's becoming a suicide pack, it feels like. I mean it's just uh, yeah. and that's the only question the community wants. Uh, how do you gonna, what about I mean what about our kids Are they going to school? Um, what more can we do? And you know, again, I, I, we look at that all the time. I'm mean, at we did another half dozen gun safety bills last year. We'll continue to find whatever loopholes we can, we'll continue to lead the national conversation on gun safety reform. And the data bears out it works, it saves lives. California's thirty seven percent lower done death rate right for the rest of the nation. And yet, with all that evidence, no one on the other side seems to give a damn. They can't get anything done your Congress.
0: Yeah. Um, now, I'd like to bring up something from this. I don't know if you know this, but, um, California is not really known for its, a uh, good policy on crime. Uh, as well as the fact that there was, there was literally multiple sh- shootings happening. Yep. yep. Okay. Never... All those gun safety laws, and uh, it's real working out. Uh, so, yeah. Really, really, really working out. Um, uh, Other other thing here. When he says other side isn't interested, no, I'm not interested. I, I, I'm being real honest with you. Maybe we should just make, make more, you know, good people with guns, you know, be more armed. You know... No. I, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, are we are we like already forgetting the the fucking person like from like late later into last year, where he literally stopped a fucking shooting that could have been really bad within like less than a minute, the gunman opening like fire, like the dude just straight up dropped him, like dropped him, like are, are we are we forgetting about that? No. No, we, we already we already forgot, and we got Gavin fucking Newsome over here trying to educate me on the fact that it's a suicide pack. If that's a suicide pack, then by golly, I guess I'm jumping off the fucking bridge, too. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not just drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm chugging the Kool-Aid. I'm fucking throwing the cup on the ground. I'm stomping it, and I'm going to give me the whole damn bottle. I guess. At this point, well, finally, you know, someone that's not white uh, is uh, saying what all of America, or at least most of us, is uh, is thinking. Um, a African uh, reporter by the name of Simon Altiba had uh, this to say.
1: Karen, since you don't have any answer on the classified documents, are still a good fit for this job? Go ahead. Go ahead, Go ahead my friend. Go ahead. Go ahead, my
2: friend. Has, the, has any meeting been set between us? Uh...
0: Now, if you can't hear because people are obviously trying to talk over him, and since you don't have an, an any answer on the classified documents, you don't seem a good fit for this job. <laughs> uh... <laughs> by, by the way, the, not the only time I would play you more of the clips, but it, it is... Hilarious! It's really worth watching the whole like Tucker, uh, Tucker Carlson thing. It's just a little, little too long for the show, but it is fantastic. Okay, finally, some somebody, uh, you know, is really putting it out there, really letting everyone just know that no, she's not not good at this. She is horrible at this. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that somebody. Somebody else uh you know because now now you know it can't be just racism you know so that's uh that's uh that's fantastic so i'm I'm a little confused you see, I was told by you know quote unquote reputable sources in our mainstream media that it was Trump who was very much connected to Russia. And, you know, I I really don't think that's the case. As a former FBI agent who uh, led the Trump-Russia probe was lit- literally arrested for assisting Russian oligarch to evade sanctions and money laundering. So I'm confused. Who, who was really supposed to, you know, be the person who was helping out the russians because oh i if i remember correctly i don't think during a during a trump uh you know presidency that uh, we have a ukraine situation like we do now it's almost like as soon as joe biden got in office it's almost like everything got so much better for you know putin to to invade it's crazy how that how how that works, but and you know, of course, it's you know, of course, he's so connected to Russia, it, it's it's outrageous, of course. Of course. Of course, of course, FBI are so so dependable, so so trustworthy. Well, in our country, we're suffering from a few crises. From you know, Stuff like a border crisis, an inflation crisis, a debt crisis, you know, a military crisis. You know, there's a lot of crises going on, you know, here here in the U.S. I know, shocking, you'd almost just say, when is there not a crisis? Well, one crisis that I tend to think kind of goes under, under the radar is the U.S. has an opioid problem. And by by opioid problem, I specifically mean fentanyl problem. And if you need more reason why we're struggling, um, the deaths are getting so bad in King County, Washington from fentanyl overdoses that the medical examiner is running out of places to store the dead bodies. Uh, In a recent health meeting, the bore, uh, the medical examiner's office is now struggling with the issue of storing bodies because the fentanyl-related death toll continues to climb. Obviously, they have finite space and coolers they use, and that space is now being exceeded on a regular basis. So, yeah. Not, not exactly what you want to... I mean, is that is that is that good news for you? Uh, here, here is uh, of course uh, a clip of, clip
1: of that. When the final review of fatal overdoses is completed in the upcoming weeks, I fear that 2022 will set another heartbreaking record for fatal overdoses in King County. It will more than double the number of lives lost compared to just three years ago in 2019. The biggest driver of these fatal overdoses involves fentanyl in white powder and in fake pills, which are flooding the streets. A key indication of just how bad things are at the end of 2022 and likely to get worse in 2023, the medical examiner's office is now struggling with the issue of storing bodies because the fentanyl-related death toll continues to climb obviously they have finite space in the coolers they use and that space is now being exceeded on a regular basis that is the story across the country across all major metro areas across all medical examiner's offices
0: well that's fantastic i'm I'm glad that And, and, you know, I mean, of course, it's it's fantastic, of course, you know, and so, 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 so great, you know, really, really great to just have such a great thing just going on over all around the country, but just really glad to see uh, stuff uh, such as that, of course, of course. But but what are what are what are you know some of our leaders focused on? Well, of course, the minority leader in the house, known election denier Hakeem Jeffries, has of course made some recommendations that Eric Swalwell, uh, spy fucker, as we will uh, continue to call him throughout the duration of this segment, and uh, Adam Schiff, person who wanted a literal person banned off of twitter so he literally asked twitter to ban said person um you know said uh, you know they we we should bring both of those two uh back uh to the to the house intelligence committee um no H- how about no and uh, i'll read you i'll read you what the uh, thing said it is my understanding that you intend to break with the long-standing st- uh, House tradition of deference to the Minority Party Intelligence Committee recommendations and deny seats to rank members, Schiff, and Representative The Denial of seats to duly elected members of the House Democratic Caucus runs counter to the serious and sober mission of the Intelligence Committee. Now by the way, we played you that clip on the show like a few weeks ago now where he literally said Swallow can't get security clearance in the private sector. I'm not going to give him government security clearance. He's lied too many times and Schiff's lied too many times to the American public. He should not be on Intel. So, yeah. Yeah, not, not, I don't think either, either one should be. Should be on the, uh, any of the boards. So it's been a little while continuing with Congress. It's been a little, little while since uh, an amendment has been passed. Uh, literally, it's been a hot minute you know it's been it's been a little while how how long has it been exactly uh in 1992 so you know it's been you know well over you know almost for 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 some some people if you you need a little math on how long ago 1992 was it is currently the year 2023 1992 was 31 years ago I know, isn't that crazy to think about? We don't think the 90s were that long ago. And then you realize, holy fuck, that was 30 years ago. And then you realize, oh my god, I'm getting older by the day and by the second. Even though you still feel so young, everything just feels like time is flying. So, yes. So, of course... What is this new amendment that we're uh, trying to hopefully hopefully get passed? Well, it's a thing that is so bipartisan, is so just like bipartisan like people agree with it so much. You know, it's something that literally when it's asked upon like uh you know, like, it's so bipartisan in terms of support. I believe on, like, surveys and, like, polling data shows that this this, this thing is so popular in terms of, like, term limits. I think it's at the point where it's at, like, 80% of Americans support term limits for, like, people in, like, Congress and, like, of, like their senators and everything. Like, that's how popular this amendment is. Like, it's so popular that literally if we were a democracy, we'd have term limits. But we're not a democracy. Still still not. I know it's crazy to think about, but yes, no. Um, now, of course, this would, of course, take two-thirds of the states, which I my my guess is they would actually probably do just due to the fact that this is such a popular thing. And, you know, if you don't believe in democracy, I mean, why wouldn't you vote for it? I mean, you know, there's so much belief in democracy nowadays. I mean, come on. Come on, and especially with how much we could make, you know, this be a a actual, you know, great thing for the entirety of the country. What a what a fantastic way, you know, make sure that people can't just be career lifetime people in these positions, you know, instead of it being a person who's gotten their like whatever kind of degree or done whatever to then get to office, to then fully be in some of these positions for up to more than 40 years in the case, like Joe Biden and other people. It's ridiculous. And now, if we can get this amendment to go through, then maybe, just maybe, we can help slowly but surely turn this ship around. So, good. Good, good, good. So, during the midterms, Florida's elections were very quick because their election laws have gone through a few upgrades since 2000, uh, when they had a bit of the whole Bush vs. Gore debacle. And uh, if you'd just like to wonder, um, you know, how you know red the state of Florida has turned over the past few years, well, If you want to know how bad it is for the Democrats in Florida, uh, apparently the Florida Democratic Party is uh, literally in panic and despair from insiders reporting. More than a dozen organizers, former lawmakers, donors, and other leaders told the Washington Post that the dire uh, situation that the party is in, two months out from a major defeat. The midterm elections largely characterize Governor Ron DeSantis beating Charlie Crist by nearly 20 points. He even won historically deep blue Miami Dade County, which is true. Yeah, no. The, the thing about Florida Democrats is we keep learning with every passing year that this is just when you though you had hit the bottom, you discover there's a new abyss to fall deeper and deeper into. There is no plan. There's nothing. It's just a state of suspended animation and chaos. And more than anything, it's a mournful regret and acceptance that Florida has been cast aside for the. Foreseeable future, yeah. Well, welcome to what uh, what is what has happened. Florida has become the first state since Reconstruction to have no democratic statewide office holder. Uh, that's right, Florida is so red that it's it's like so red, it's like it's, it's almost becoming like a dark red at this point. Like, that's how red. If that doesn't show you how good Ron DeSantis' leadership is down in fucking Florida, I don't know what will. It wasn't even close. He won by 20 points basically, and he practically carried every single person on his back to victory if you were on if you were just speaking not woke nonsense. Because, you know. In in fucking Florida, they don't put up shitty fucking candidates. I'm looking at you, Donald Trump Senate candidates. You pieces of shit. Now don't get me wrong, I have no beef against any of them. It's just we maybe could have found some better ones, especially in Pennsylvania. How the fuck did we lose that one? Like, how, how, how do we let man who wears Carhartt fucking sweatshirts unironically and has lived in his parents' basements for most of his life, be the person who wins a Senate seat. So, truly, if more of the country could be run, like, if there's one person in the entirety of politics I just want to make, like, 49 more clones of, It it's just, no, actually, I would need, I would need 51 more clones. You know, I'd need thousands. Can we just make every politician just just Ron DeSantis, like, I just want just everywhere and anywhere there to just be, like, oh, welcome to, uh, the, the great state of, uh, of, like, just Washington. Governor, Ron DeSantis, the, the however many at this point. And it's just, it's just all these different Ron DeSantis clones, because I just want to see all of them just standing next to each other. What a great photo that would be. Listen, I still think all politicians are dickhead, but the least dickhead politician out of all of them is of course Ron DeSantis at this point. Okay. There I've said this before. Right now, as it sits in the current state I live in, I am registered as non-partisan. I'm not in any party. Okay. If Ron DeSantis decides to run in 2024, I am literally changing to being a Republican, like in terms of registering to vote. And I will vote in the primaries to make sure he becomes the nominee. Or at least hope to get him to be the nominee. Because uh, that that would be my goal. Okay? That would be my goal. Well, Davos has uh, kind of come to a bit of an end. You know, it, it's just climax, you know. And uh, it, it's you know, I talked a little bit about last week, uh, the you know hub of being a big place for prostitution. and of course, you know, it, it's basically it's it's become uh, some people who are in the bubble space would call uh, a bit of a sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, if you actually want to know how much uh, how badly the events look down upon, the citizens actually hate it. Uh, it destroys not just their tranquility, but it also, their like, winter sport pleasure and business. Tourists stay away as they don't want to be confronted by the up to more than 5,000 plus police and security everywhere. And so, yeah, a lot of people, it's like their least favorite part of the year. is when they have someone like them coming in. Apparently, sexual harassment by wealthy men at WAF is so confident that female guests are advised not to attend events alone. So, uh, that's fun. So, uh, yeah, that, that's also backed up by even more reports, as apparently if the uh, accredited WAF attendees are routinely harassed by the men who dominate the uh, clave indeed, the event began warning women that year not to go out alone after dark because if something happens... With some big CEO, who's going to be believed, you or them? That that sounds like a great, uh, great, uh, great thing, as one luxury escort lady said. Believe me, you don't want to go into litigation with them. I'm sorry. What? Escort agencies booked solid for Davos Forum. Oh, that's that's good. It's good. Love, love that. Well, what else? Wait, what else is this? Oh, just more escort stories? Good. I mean, congrats congrats to all of these guys. You know. I mean, seriously. Seriously, I mean. You know. The World Economic Forum. A bunch of elites telling you you gotta own nothing while they pay for expensive fuckers. Whoa. And at this event, it's no blackjack, it's just... Fucking real pieces of shit. That's it. Real pieces of shit. Man. You know, talk about just a fucking mess, dude. You just... Um, I mean, there's there's parts and times when I just genuinely feel bad for women. It's like, man, the WEF, they're really standing up for women's rights. And it's just like, yeah, no, they're getting sexually harassed all the time. Most of the men there are just fucking pigs anyway. They're just fucking hookers every single day of the event. Like, they're just paying for them, like, half the time. I'm pretty sure they're just paying even for the morning time to just, before they have to go to, like, a, a seminar, just banging one out. So clearly, clearly great people over there, because, you know, they're all about inclusion, guys. They're all about inclusive policies are keys to economic success. That's right. That's right.
3: And I think, you know, across the world we still see that um, same-sex activity is outlawed in 67 countries. So that's, that just indicates to us that you know, this is not a fight that is over. We still need to be you know, vigilant and continue to progress. One thing I want to talk about in terms of just the climate that we're in there is progress. It is a good. There is good news in this. However, we do need to be very careful that here we are in a point, at a point in time where, you know, LGBT rights, um, marriage equality laws, all of these issues are actually becoming signs of modernity. They are becoming signs of you know democracies and countries which which respect rights for everyone, but we're seeing
0: accept what you say if you don't agree with what we say then we just don't like you giving that right to anybody I mean come on now
3: also that this has become a new battleground and in particular you know this isn't something that happens in you know certain parts of the world and not others even in you know in Europe we see Hungary in particular and Poland who have really tried been using LGBT rights um as a As a a battleground, essentially, to try and harness the support of the conservative um, elements of society and the government using it to put themselves up as some sort of hero, uh, protector of family values and rights.
0: So that's, that's great. That's great. And of course, one of the speakers from Vlad, oh, love those guys. Love those guys. They're so, they're great.
4: In the United States, a lot of times, you know, when you were saying, like, we're seeing, it's, I think we're 18 days into the new year, and we've seen over 100 anti-LGBTQ bills proposed already.
0: Oh no, just proposed bills? Oh my goodness gracious, oh my god, so many proposed bills, uh, what what, what do, what do all of them say? Well, they just say to not trans the kids and to, you know, let children be children and to, you know, not try to sexualize them at birth, probably, for a good amount of them or to not let women that aren't, you know, have to deal with men who think that they're women being in their sports—that's crazy talk.
4: Um, in the United States, 100 last year, there was more than 300. Anti-
0: Only three. Oh my goodness, gracious! I bet there's like a billion LGBTQ gun laws. bills.
4: Most of them are targeting trans youth.
0: <gasps> the trans youth, and that they're not in any way using any at all things of calling it just a phase as it would never be just a phase that they'll grow out of and they'll realize oh my god i've made a severe mistake and that i shouldn't have done this
4: um which is a tactic um they have the smallest amount of share of voice so we have to be speaking up and out for them um and they're so my point in that is that We've worked with a lot of corporates behind the scenes to call in those states to say, I'm not, I'm going to pull business. I'm not, I need safe places for my employees. In the un-
0: So, so, so like, they're going to basically be in like states that tax them the most. And they're just going to eventually lose all their profits. And then their stock goes down. Like that doesn't seem like a winning business model. You know, it really, really, really doesn't. Seem like a like a winning 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 business, you know, business model to say the least. So, yeah, that doesn't seem like maybe the best, you know, idea. So, (laughs) but what do I know? I've never, never run a business before. Oh, you know, and of course, you know, the LGBT has done so much great work over the last 25 years.
2: So, we've been on this journey a long time, um, and by a long time, I would say 25 years in supporting the community. So, back in 1998, um, we launched our, we call it the Pride Network, we launched our first Pride Network in a, in many markets. But today, we actually have a Pride network, over a thousand employees actively contributing to the Pride network, and it's in 45 Mm. countries around the world, Mm -hmm. which I think is terrific. Another example from many years ago, 30 years ago, we had domestic partner benefits. Um, And we've continued to build on this inclusiveness, and just this year, we, we, we offered two new benefits, one, an enhancement on gender affirming care, oh. and secondly, um, an enhancement in terms of um, inclusiveness in, in um, fertility. So we, we continue to explore every year. We continue to learn and, and, and try to improve.
0: So, oh, 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 improvements to oh, so great. Oh, so good. Oh, so exhilaratingly exciting, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh, all right, all right, all right, come on, come on, one what, what more. Oh, I-,
1: I think I just want to highlight something that's very important, and, um, which is, when we are talking about queer struggle, it's important
0: to- where Queer struggle? I, I'm pretty sure that's just normal struggle, but you added the word queer in
1: front of it? To- connected within the context, as you have already said. Um, and I think the queer struggle, in, at least in the country that I, com- I come from and uh, the region that I come from, is also connected to the Palestinian uh, struggle. It's also connected yes. to uh, th- a lot of struggles, the migrant workers, the women. The yeah. So so uh, it's very important to take it as a whole mm-hmm. uh, uh, and not only focus on just one piece out of it, because I think we would miss a lot of uh, steps. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's good, that's good. I'm glad. Real, real glad. Mmm. Mm. That's great. Good. Good. I'm I'm real real glad we could um let let that one roll out. Good, thank you. Thank 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 you. Um so Eminem, the 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 um the, the cookie not even cookie, but fucking candy. I don't know why I said cookie. Eminem, m The chocolate candy brand, you know, with those c- commercials of just, you know, great proportions. Uh, and I, I really just have to wonder, you're, you're M&M. No one gives a rat's fucking ass what the king candy say most of the time, okay? Okay, hey, you guys literally promoted the murder of Carmel on front of one of your fucking you know candy bags with caramel on. So you can't sh- like I feel like I'm a bricky drace. J- like like shut up. I I don't care. Like you're you're M M. Okay, you're literally still using red forty and probably yellow five. You pieces of shit. Like. Update your ingredients list, okay? Alright, and and of course, you know, they, they put out this this statement you know yesterday saying, America, let's talk. In the last year, we have made some changes to our beloved spokes candy. Uh don't you think you're so cute? We weren't sure if anybody would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it. Even a candy shoes can be polarizing. Which is which was the last thing m and m s wanted since we're all about bringing people together, except for the the child slaves over in Africa, except, except for them, therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies in a place we are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, beloved Maya Rudolph, which I have no idea who she is, uh, we are confident Miss Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong. And of course, media matters. Me, media matters. The literal company that is based and solely based on literally people over there f- literally getting paid to watch and then make like you know articles for out of contextness. Uh, post this one minute and five second clip uh, if you're wondering how we got here with three dots.
1: Woke M and M's have returned. The green M&M got her boots back, but apparently is now a lesbian, maybe? And there's also a plus-sized obese purple M&M, so we're going to cover that, of course. Will M&M's still melt in your hands if they identify as trans? Apparently there's new lesbian characters.
3: You need to run from women like the green M&M. I do not trust her. Purple M&M has added, uh, was added to push acceptance
2: and inclusivity you conniving climbing little bitch if this is what you need for validation i'm worried about you i think this is the kind of thing that makes china
0: <laughs> i mean okay the not the china part i usually hate fox news but like i'm gen- genuinely letting you know that part is that 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 part i can i can get behind if you need the like the green m&ms like your the, the fucking spokes candy for fucking MMs ms that use child labor chocolate to, to really really make you feel special, you've got some fucking issues, okay? This is what modern society with you younger audiences like myself fucking suck, okay? You all just suck. We all suck. The fact that so many people have to watch media and you go, ugh, I don't see myself in this character just makes me want to blow my brains out, okay? I, not every... Fucking character and anything has to look, sound, or be just like you. To like them. Yeah, every day, some people out, like, hundreds of people go out into their fucking gas stations, Walmarts, Target stores, and they buy M&Ms. Do you think they think about the fact that that Chaku was made by a slave? No! You wanna know why? Because that's how fuck the world is, little boy. And girls, that's how fucked it is. That's how fucked it will continue to be. And that's how fucked everyone is in the head. We go around and we buy shit from people who were probably enslaved over in other countries. Welcome to the modern fucking era. Okay? Where more people are enslaved than ever before. And people in the West... The validation on the things that they buy of characters and in different pieces of media because if they don't feel validated that way, then they just don't. They just, they feel left out and there's just not enough stuff for me. It's all about me, me, me.
2: Just say like, oh good, keep focusing on that. Keep focusing on giving people their own color uh, (laughs) M&Ms while we, you know, take over all of the mineral deposits in the entire world.
0: Is this orange? A man or a woman? You know, I I don't I don't know. Is this blue? Is it non-binary? Is it democratic? I don't know. It's blue.
1: I don't know. Women
3: all know that the women that are like, I'm a woman and I'm pro woman and they call pro women I am. You
1: can't trust them. mean, Eminem is an, uh, is disgusting. He's an
3: opportunistic evil
1: bitch. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah. No. I'm. I mean, I'm being real, real, real fucking honest. Um. I also I don't know who, who Maya Rudolph is. I'm I'm sorry. I, I really don't. Like genuinely. Like, am I supposed to know know who this is? Apparently it's a, it's a comedian. So so it, it, it's a female by the way. So don't get your don't don't get your hopes up. What was what was the last thing? Oh, it's this person. It's this girl. Okay, I know who this person person is. She's in what? Wait, she's in Big like who wait, who's she playing Big Hero Six? Was she What was she? Oh, she was Aunt Cass? Oh, this is great then. Yeah, just make it Aunt Cass. There you go. I don't I don't usually expect a lot out of modern actors at this point because more than half of them suck. So yeah, no, this 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 is a spokesperson I can get behind. Friggin' person who played Aunt Cass and friggin' Big Hero Six. You know? I I can get behind that. You know? I mean, I don't know about oh, she was in the emoji movie? No way. You know, we're we're learning a lot here. She was Smiler. She was one of the literal stars of the movie. Oh my god. Well, you know what? What a what an interesting career of this woman. Seriously, by the way, it is so worth Google her name. The wide variety of different movies that this that this woman has done is crazy. Okay, you you go from stuff like Big Hero Six to like the Emoji movie to like the Grown Ups to Grown Ups to like it's it's all over the place, all over the place. And Aunt Cass, man, you you really learn a lot. Especially when it takes spokes, uh, spokes candy for for that. So there's this whole the bulletin of atomic scientists, where they they apparently have this doomsday clock, and um, well I mean I'm gonna be real honest, I, I I I mean, they they set it at a uh, at a time. And I'll play you the clip just so you understand. Um, so here's where they've placed the uh, doomsday clock uh, for this year.
3: The members of the Science and Security Board moved the hands of the doomsday clock forward. Largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We moved the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now... 90 seconds to midnight.
0: So, yes, it is now 90 seconds to midnight. And all I'm thinking is make it five and you got a deal. Okay, you got a deal. Make it five and you got a deal. Five seconds, maybe even four. Three, two, maybe one second. Boom. Explosion, maybe? Mad agreements going off? I'm gonna be real honest. You know? If nuclear annihilation is what's waiting for me at, like, the end of this tunnel and towards the end of this year, fuck it. Who cares anymore? Literally, you know, we're gonna literally have, like, the 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 Hawaii, like, missile situation where there's gonna be just so much shit happening in, like, the last, like, few hours of the world that just no one's gonna care. I'm I'm pretty sure it's just gonna be chaos. Like, the nukes are falling, and all I'm hoping for is just somewhere out there, there's just some company we've never heard of that's like vault Tech for Fallout, because that would be really sick. Not the experiment parts, but just the fact that somewhere out there, there's just a bunch of vaults and that, like, people gonna live in them because i kind of want to do that too because you know a bit of a bit of childhood dream and also i would kind of maybe want to see an explosion or two you know like a nuke, really far off in the distance that sounds pretty 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 fucking cool um so yes the doomsday clock is now at 90 seconds what does that really mean well, it, it just really means that, man, the world is really going sideways, and maybe we will have a trilogy on our hands with the world wars. The world is heating up in 2023. Speaking of the world heating up, so apparently, apparently, over in uh, in the UK, or I should just say Britain, uh. Uh, some museums are now using words other than mummy to describe ancient Egyptian human remains. You know, even though they're mummified, you know, corpses. And they're not in any way, I don't know how you could be like, Oh my god, they're mummy? is. that mean like there's a mom under there? No, you absolute f***ing buffoon. You absolute wally! It's 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 just a f- Person who was wrapped. They're mummified. That's why they're called a the mummy. Who the fuck is like, uh Ugh. You know, we, we need to change it because it just sounds way too much like feminine and female. And now we just need to make it mummified person. Or, you, because, of course, of course, yes, yes, progress on ancient Egyptian remains progress has been made people mummified person now instead of mummy progress real step in the right foot for western society we're really taking those strides long and fast maybe not so much worldwide because those seem to take a few lots of steps back over these last year or so in in pointless shit like this, whew, we are practically sprinting like Usain fucking Bolt out there. We're on the peloton, and that trainer is telling us to keep going, baby, because we have done stupid shit like this. Who the fuck wasted their time on this? Yeah, so welcome to our uh, Egyptian British Museum. Where, you know, a lot of our, our, our stuff's already been, you know, stolen, of course, from Egypt, and Egypt kind of wants it back. But that's not really our problem, because, the, you know, you can see many mummified persons here at, at our exhibit. So it's, it's great. Gonna... Staying over in Europe, though, the EU... Um, you know, continues to make give me more reasons on why I will never ever visit Europe. Um, they've improved cricket powder. Yay! Cricket powder can can be be as a stout, or it can can be can be a, inside of powdered flour-based products. yay! I know you're all excited bugs Mm, crickets Ah, Gimme all the crickets. Mosquitoes, have you tried those? Grasshoppers Mm, mm, mm. I know you're gonna love all of those bugs. Bug proteins, so so much better than those cow cow ones. And none of those none of those you know cow you know none of those carbon emissions, those those pesky carbon emissions. Ugh. Can't have any of those. But bugs? love bugs. You know, we eat all the bugs. Monarch butterflies. mm, Some tasty, delicious, gourmet. mm, mm, mm. All my stuff, some flour, you know, flour stuff, all got replaced by cricket powder. Because... mm, mm. Oh, good. Good, yes. Oh, great. Fan-fantastic. So, I'm gonna be real honest... I I honestly thought this was more of a, a theory that more people have heard at this point. I mean, this this video comes from TikTok. It's amassed more than 11 me, uh, million views, and it's claiming the very convincing theory that the Titanic ever actually sank, which I don't know how many people have actually ever heard about this. This is probably one of the more le like, not-as-talked-about uh, conspiracies online. I'll let you just hear it for yourself. And then we have the Olympic and the Titanic. They look identical which is true they did look basically identical
1: the olympic was on the water for a while like she was reaching retirement and they knew that and they were like well it was a lot of money to make the titanic it was a lot a lot of money to make the titanic and it's going to be even more money to repair the
0: olympic so what if we just sent the olympic out instead sank that hoe claimed some insurance money and then just scrapped the titanic like it was the olympic for some spare parts yeah, which by the way, if you really wanna maybe take like a deeper dive, I would I would roll more like watching conspiracy theories, uh, by the way, uh of the actual like like on like TikTok really is not great. But um if you actually are like looking at like side by sides of like the actual like Titanic and like the Olympic and everything and how like close they look. Uh, it's actually very, very much, very, very much, uh, very much the Olympic. It had very, like, if, if you, you, there's like inspiration shots, if you actually go and you want to deep dive into that theory, it's actually worth looking at. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really, really convincing but the I mean, best way to watch any sort of thing like that is to of course go to just YouTube and watch a more long form thing about that. I mean, I just hold, I just have to just wonder to many of you if you've ever like heard about this theory cuz I've I've known about this one for a while. This is actually one of the few that I'm like I'm I'm convinced like it's so so accurate and like when you look at like, the pictures compared to like some like the historical ones and then and then you see like the actual like titanic out you go that's 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 the that's the olympic that's what sank but titanic never set sail never did it was never to be the unsinkable was never out so i'm going to pose a bit of a bit of a thing out there have you ever you know been the person who's owned a newspaper right or, you know, big news place, you know, like, maybe, like, you know, this place like the Toshington Post, and you've ever been like, you know, man, these guys are not bringing in much money, you know? I want more money, so how about I sell them to then buy another thing that will hopefully make me more money that, uh, you know, is, is a football team, you probably have never heard of them. you know, called like the, they, they had this old, really racist name to him, uh, if you don't get what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jeff fucking Bezos, okay, Jeff is like, guys, it's not working out, I think I'm gonna sell the Washington Post to buy the Commanders, he, he wants to buy a football team instead, because that can bring in significant... More money than the pitiful shit fucking reporting that the Washington Post does. Which I guess, you know, it only took him, you know, several, several years to figure that out. So good job on, uh, I guess, Jeff, you know, I guess, you know, person who started his whole business from the written word of books. Uh, It took him a little while to realize that the written word of articles by a bunch of idiots. you know just was that uh, that great of a purchase and that no matter how many times the washington post does cover ups for amazon it still just doesn't work who who would who would have thought who would have thought well if you live in uh indiana i am terribly terribly sorry but uh 100,000 of uh, your dollars got wasted and sent uh, to Nicole Hannah-Jones of the 1619 Project for just over 24 hours of work. That's right. How would you like to make, in exactly 24 hours, $101,700 for a 2022 semester lecture on identity and identification? That's right. $100,000 to Nicole Hannah-Jones for basically... One lecture. That's it. One, one, one. Just one. So that, that's great. By the way, out of all of her ones of like 2022 that have actually like have, uh, you know, sort of stuff out there for it, one that she even did just via Zoom at like the towards the beginning of this year, 25,000. After that, 55, 25,000. Another one via Zoom. You know, there's several on here via Zoom, which is hilarious because she probably got paid like a little bit of money, like tens of thousands of dollars, and she just did it on Zoom. 36,000, 50,000, 40,000, 40,000, 101,000 from Indiana University. 30,000, 38,000, 20,000, and 50,000. Imagine doing a lecture via Zoom about this shit, and just getting $20,000, or $30,000. So, uh, great, great, uh, great stuff. You know, I'm glad that, uh, literally lying about the founding of America could be so profitable. So, so profitable. Now, sadly, I don't have a wholesome story to end today, because that's gonna do it for today's show. Tune in tomorrow for more unfiltered, Because none of these shows are going on YouTube, so fuck them, because they're a bunch of stupid cunts who can't rewrite their COVID policy to match the modern fucking times. It's not that hard, YouTube. I know you may have lost, like, a few hundred plus of your, you know, employees over there, but it's still not that difficult. Anyway, this has been the Political Panda Program. I will see you tomorrow for the Wednesday episode of the show.